Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. On the side for sellers now, here's some one big issue for sellers. The way, however you look at it, it's buyers too, but it's the appraisal and they're not coming in where we want them to and they're coming under purchase price or agreed upon price. Things to keep in mind, whichever side you're on, is that transactions that are pending or active listings are typically not considered in the final opinion value. You can't say, oh, I'm in contract for $950,000. And there's another comparable four-bedroom house. This is at 1.2. I'm golden, right? No, that's the inherent issue with appraisals. They look at historical closed transactions, and that's what they're basing their appraisal off of. That's the challenge we have, especially in an upward-moving market, trying to substantiate these prices that are or these agreed upon purchase prices that are pushing the envelope on an upward moving trend. Keep in mind, one fourth of offer prices are higher than appraised value, meaning one out of four times we're coming out short, right? One way that the seller can help or the seller with assistance from your realtor, your agent is to detail, itemize any improvements or innovations that you have and provide it to the appraiser. And if you have invoices or costs or the price that you paid to do these improvements or renovations, that also helps. It's, it's not the gold, um, silver bullet and it gets you up there, but it helps provide perspective to the appraiser. And if anything, it's evidence for them to st- substantiate a higher uh, appraisal. As a realtor, I'm never afraid to talk to the appraiser. You don't want to influence them or make them think you're influencing. And every appraiser is different. Some appraisers, I think they're they're God. In some case, they are in the situation because our hands are tied. But oftentimes, appraisers are very amicable and friendly. And I'd like to talk to them, let them know about the improvements that have gone on, what makes this property more valuable than others, and how, or even why it may be perceived as less, but why it's not. Just letting them know your opinion there's no harm in that, assuming that the appraiser is open to discussion and to talk about it. And sometimes I'll even provide like a packet of information, but it is what it is. They're going to pull the comparables and you know what they say goes. You can contest it. Um, the buyer's agent can contest it. Or if it's on the VA side, if it's a tide water, there's an, a process where you can appeal. But at the end of the day, you're at the whim of the appraiser. Just do what you can to increase the chances of the appraisal coming out because it's in the benefit of both the buyer and the seller for it to come out. Regardless of what I put as a fourth bullet point, which is an appraisal clause. If anyone has been putting in offers recently and to get a fighting chance, you should all know what an appraisal clause is, right? In terms of the buyer is willing to come up with the difference of the appraisal clause versus the purchase price in order to ensure that you close. Ideally, on the seller side, you would want to have a buyer who submits an appraisal clause and that they're financially able to to do so if it does come out short. And on the buyer side, to increase your chances of winning in a multiple offer situation or getting your offer accepted, appraisal clauses are going to help you in the light of looking like a stronger offer for the seller. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club.
And if you're looking for a longer-form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.